Family from the Heart podcast episode number 379. Welcome to another episode of the Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. Well, my friends, we are back with another weekly installment of Ravenscraft goodness. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. I have no outline for today, though. None. No topics whatsoever. So I'm going to lean on you to start us off with something interesting that's been happening over the past week. Okay. And and I'm actually going to write notes I'm... down as we talk. All right. What did I say this was? Episode 379? Yep, you did. I did get some feedback from somebody re- recently that uh, said something positive about our show. You want me to look that up? <laughs> you, you say that as if you get tons of negative feedback all the time. <laughs> no, not at all. But uh, let's see here. What? Who was it? It's under praise and encouragement. I think it's Judy uh, who had reached out to me about um, suggesting somebody for some QuickBooks help because I did a Facebook Live. It, yeah. That's a whole other story for another time. But anyway, she says, fabulous, Cliff, uh, after I told her that you know I figured out some workarounds at this point but if i need somebody in the future i'd reach out to the person she recommended she says happy to help um and then she says i have to take this time to tell you how much of an inspiration you have been to me i started my own virtual assistant business almost five years ago and in looking for resources came across your podcasts you are a gifted speaker i also like to listen to you and your wife banter loving respectful honest and funny thank you for sharing your gift with us continue the great work judy Fritz, VIP services. Awesome. So Judy, thank you so much. Uh, yes. What did she say? She loves honest. The, uh, she, she says loving, respectful, honest, and funny. That's our life. <laughs> that. Yep. And and not to mention the fact that we she likes to listen to us banter. That's what we do. Well, a, yeah. a weekly Cliff and Stephanie banter session. That's exactly what we do. Yeah. It's fun though. It is fun. And uh, I love hearing people out there saying that they're enjoying this show. And, you know, recording my podcast, which is called The Cliff Ravenscraft Show, it's it's formerly known as Podcast Answer Man. You know, we talk a lot about, I talk a lot about, you know, what does it take to have a successful show and formats of shows. And lately I was talking about just the value of being a consistent voice in people's lives. Right. And I think that that's what this podcast has become. Yeah, because this doesn't fit in any other format that you have. <laughs> No, it doesn't. It, it it literally. I don't is, think you would. I don't think you would recommend your students create a show in this format. Actually, this, I would for some. Would you? Yeah. In okay. fact, I would. I, I think. I think that there's a lot of value in. I mean, with. Okay, so it's it's difficult. I, there, this show is very broad in in who it might be appealing to. The show is very much sharing family life. So I still believe that this podcast today fulfills the mission of what it was created for originally. Do you remember that? Going back to January 2008 when the show started? The idea for me was that I wanted to create a podcast that was kind of like the Christian radio broadcast of uh, family focus on the family verse you know combined with a little bit of the show called family life today which i mean i did not listen to very much at all personally but family life today was the guy who created that conference that we went to uh the 
couples weekend weekend to remember. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, why can't I remember their name though? I I can't remember the his husband name. and wife. Yeah, the husband and wife. But all I remember is they were they just seem so uptight, you know, and and it just <laughs> seems so the it, it it seemed to to fit. Well, I think in 2008 we were uptight too. Yeah, we were a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> and it it appealed more. Dennis and Barbara Rainey. And by me, I mean you. Did you hear me? Yes, Dennis and Barbara Rainey. Dennis and Barbara Rainey. And so, yes, I was definitely a lot more uptight then. But anyway, I wanted something that that was a husband and wife who had Christian values sharing thoughts on family-related stuff. But I wanted to completely take out, I wanted to take away from that the let's try to convert everybody over to Christianity because that's not our necessarily our responsibility or our, our personal calling. Um, you know, I just want to, I want you and I as a husband and wife to be an, not an example, but to be a, an encouragement to, well, to be a representation of what one Christian marriage might look like. Because we don't get it right all the time. Oh, we get it wrong a lot of the time. And we bring that here. Yeah. And you know, it, well, some of it, (laughs) most of it, most of it, there, there's not much that we don't bring here. Right. Um, on this show between the two of us, I think I don't know, but um, but um, dang it, you interrupted my thoughts. I'm sorry. And then so now I forgot what I was where I was going. Well, the whole idea is that we wanted to create that show that would be an example of a, a different example of what a Christian marriage looks like. In a very real and authentic, we're not going to pretend that we're any better than anybody else. We're not going to be super pious people. Um, We're just going to be authentically us. And this is who we are. Yes, we believe in Jesus. Yes, faith is very much a part of who we are and and how we live our lives and how we see see the world. But we are very much not, the thing is, we're not an average, ordinary, everyday couple either. No. Uh, I think that, I think that, we are out of the ordinary. And I believe that God's called us to be extraordinary. And so I think that our our desire from the beginning is to encourage people to become more of who they were created to be, uh, to be a source of entertainment, encouragement, inspiration, and in some ways even education, but not necessarily that we have all the answers. But hey, we hope to share our lives with you in a way that we hope that it inspires you in some areas to take your marriage to the next level, your parenting to the next level, your fun and enjoyment of life to the next level, all of those things and then some. So yeah, that's what we've been doing. It is. So, so this, this, it, I would say that this podcast still fits very much into, it is a Christian-focused f- podcast, although I would assume that people who have been listening to us for the last several years who are not Christian, I would say they probably would say, yeah, I guess it is, but I haven't found that all that, I haven't found that offensive, even though I'm not all that into faith. But yeah, I could see how this fits into a Christian-themed podcast or in the Christian category. Uh, it's certainly family, you know. It's it's, it's family genre, and um, yeah, and and but the thing is, is there's so much in between. There there's there is some. So would I would I encourage people to create a podcast like this? I I think so. Okay. Yeah, not not necessarily for monetary gain, although we have successfully generated significant income from this particular from this podcast. podcast. We have. Yeah, we had a sponsor. With Mardell Incorporated, Mardell Christian Bookstore for quite a while. four and a half years. 
Is that really? Yeah, we wow. had them for four and a half years. Okay. And the interesting thing is the Stephanie and I have been debt free except for our mortgage since 2007. And the only debt that we have is our mortgage. And both our mortgage previously and our mortgage today, is it's a, it's a significant payment, but it's the only debt we have. But uh, for the four and a half years that we, for, for the first four and a half years we did this podcast, that po- that one sponsorship paid our mortgage for four and a half years. It did. Um, it, it absolutely did. Speaking of our mortgage, I got the paper from, from the um, mortgage company of what our payment for the rest of the year will be. Awesome. It's gone up again to... To compensate for to, the increase yep. in taxes and insurance. Yep. Yep, that makes sense. So um, <clears throat> just when we do our... Um, accounting yep. that maybe if we both are thinking about it that we'll remember to add that in right but um so so fa- family oriented right yeah well, can i start there yeah all right um last wednesday because you asked me what's happened over the week so even though we recorded last wednesday this happened actually right after we recorded okay what okay. was this this was um our oldest daughter who is um, 17 and very um, sharing on on multiple social media sites, posted on Twitter, one day I'd like to have a relationship like my parents. They're so cute. Yes. With an accompanying four, four photos of us. And... Um, and you had posted that this made my day and then I, I, I shared it on Facebook as well. Um, I think that that's pretty incredible. We've had a discussion after that and and even her friends make comments on how we are together and how, you know, it, it's very rare that that they are seeing um that these teenagers who come into our home are seeing a married, loving, respectful relationship. Right. It, it and um and while I find that as a whole sad, I also find it very encouraging to know that Megan's not the only 17-year-old that we're in contact with who hopes to have a relationship like ours someday. That is incredible. You know, like we are we are impacting young lives. Every day. Yeah, we're setting. I know for our own kids, we're definitely setting the standard of of what a, a those poor spouses marriage. Like I, I pray for our children's spouses because that they, they got like some big shoes to fill. Yeah, and and you know I I I imagine that could sound very boastful, but the thing is, is that here's the thing: we are not a perfect married couple. We it's not like that's the one thing. I there are people that I've grown up with. You know, I've. You know, we've gone to quote unquote church with over the years <laughs> and and you meet you meet them and they every time you see them together, all oh, they're they're all smiles. You've never yeah. you've never once heard of them ever having an argument or a, not even so much as a disagreement. Um, it just like it just seems like and over the years, people that I would have never dreamed of, they're divorced today. Yep. You know, or broke it. Well, all this different stuff. And. Here's what I can tell you. The, the, you know, Megan, of course, you've just heard what she said, but Megan's friends as well, they have they have said these things. And even those people, I mean, our, our daughter's friends 
come over here quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they just see us every now and then. They, they're over here a lot. And so much so that one of Megan's friends, we even have a gym membership in her name. Just we, yes, we, yes, we do. So uh, we we convinced the poli- people to say, well, they said anybody in your household. Well, she's well, in our she household. She is already than- in our household. So, but, uh, so it, it, what I'm saying, though, is our our kids' friends have ha- have seen us have disagreements with one another yeah not like yelling not, at each other right. or stuff we, like we that. don't we don't fight like you see people on tv fight or yeah. you know but we disagree maybe and once we talk every it out. maybe once every seven to eight years we might have a <laughs> we might be we might, for one <laughs> we might lift our voices or you might really want to start taking our... the doors off the hinges because i think we but, might be due for a big yeah, one exactly but the thing is is though we when we disagree with one another Either we we may be quiet about it and internalize it for a little bit and then decide, you know what, that's really silly and so just let it that go. I think that that's exactly what we do. We don't... I'm, I lash out more in attitude, but I still will take time to think about something and then, you know, come you know, if something, that was stupid. I was wrong and, you know. Yeah, and 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 even if it's something that's been going on for a while, if if something is eating at us, we are very good at eventually saying, "Hey, I'd like to talk to you." Over the last couple weeks, this has been going through my mind, and this is how I feel. And and of course, we've we are using, we are implementing things that we've learned from marriage conferences. Because don't forget, we went to weekend to remember. We learned how to communicate like seven years into our marriage. Yes, we did. <laughs> But it, 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 we don't do the blame game. It's like, hey, you always do this. And when you do this, it makes me angry. And But no, it's like, listen, you know, lately I've noticed this is happening. And this is how it makes me feel when this happens. And yep. it's like, oh, I had no idea. It's like, I hadn't even given any thought. It's like, well, I have a <laughs> lot. <laughs> right. So anyway, yeah. Anyway, that that is cool. It, it made my it, it not only made my week. It made my day. It kind of almost made my year. It's like you know what? <laughs> well, what a way to start it off. <laughs> it's like that. That was an incredible message from my daughter. And it, I have a gratitude journal. And I actually screen captured. I don't know if you know this. I have a I, I have a gratitude journal. And I yeah. and in my gratitude journal, I said for this Twitter post. <laughs> And I screen captured and it screen, and I put it into yeah. my in my my gratitude journal. I'm looking rough that day, but it's okay. But you know, hey, it's it's you know, I yeah, I I love that, and I'm glad that 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 got you know that Megan feels that way. That, I am too. McKenna incredible. posted it on Instagram. Now yes, that she did. now that I'm thinking about it, she made an in, she put one on Instagram that I completely forgot about right now because you don't we don't repost things that are on instagram so anyway but um not easily, but it's anyway. the same it's the same picture and it says something similar she said something like relationship goals or something, yeah, something like that like that and i just think that that is i i think that it's incredible that um that we're able to be an example of a of a strong healthy perfectly imperfect marriage Yes, a perfectly imperfect marriage. Yes. I love that. Thank you. So, um, another thing that's happened did we, have did we the cruise happened before since last week? I right? have no idea. I think we decided since last week. Like, I think we decided on. But I don't think we talked about it last week. No, 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 no. I think the email came in on like Wednesday, and yeah, we made the decision on like Thursday or Friday. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, we can't give all the details, but all I can say is this: is that Stephanie last minute? Let's do. That's how we do things. We, last minute, we had an opportunity to go on a cruise, 
and I I will share that it, it it's not going to cost us very much at all. Um, and so it was an opportunity that came up and they said, listen, we want somebody to go with us and, uh, here's the offer. And I'm like, are you sure this is the offer? And they're like, yep, we're sure this is the offer. And I, I brought it up with Stephanie. I said, listen, I know you said until the kids are out of school, no more than five days. And I'm like, they're a lot older now. And I think that, um, it's funny that I say that they're a lot older now because what was that? Like three years ago, it was. They actually have grown a but lot in the last three years. But they have grown and matured a lot in the last three years. Um, but one thing that changes the whole thing is that Megan drives now. Yep. So whoever is checking on our kids while we're gone is not responsible for changing their whole life to get them to and from where they need to be. Right. And, um, and, and, and another, you know... Shout out to our oldest kid who is mature beyond her years comes to me and says after we t- after, you know, we decided and and um and told them she said, you know, I'm going to um I'm going to request off those days of work um so that when, you know, Matthew needs to be picked up, I'll I can do that. And and, you know, when we're just here, it can just be the three of us and they have we'll be gone for Valentine's Day and the three of them have plans to go on a date for Valentine's Day. And so I just. It's different. Yep. It's and, different. And I still don't, I still don't like it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it and, but I still have, I still have, um, an anxiousness about leaving them for, you know, five or six days, whatever it is. But, um, but it's a different time. Yeah. And I, th- three I years think it's has like a total of, I think it's a like lot. totally a total of six or seven days. Yeah. Uh, cause yeah, cause we're leaving a day early than, from the cruise so that we can spend a day in Fort Lauderdale. Yes, we are. But, um, anyway, so yeah, we're going on this cruise. It happened last minute. It's actually in just, a, it's actually one month from now. It's less than a month from now. Yeah. It's less than yeah. a month from now. So it's like three weeks away and I'm super excited about it. The cool thing is, is that my mom is now retired and she is like, I know dying. another thing that is different. She's dying to have something to do. She's dying to have <laughs> things to do and, and the thing is, my sister's moved out of town and, you know, my brother's out of town. So really, we're the only family here. And my parents are like falling over for just yeah. opportunities to spend time with us and spend time with our kids. And so uh, and my dad, he, while he had sold his business, uh, he sold the insurance agency. He still works there, but uh, he has the freedom to take <laughs> off whenever he wants. And so when I called them up and I said, hey, uh, are you guys available on such and such date? Meaning, <laughs> ha- are you traveling anywhere? Right. No, we'll be in town. I said, would you guys like to take care yeah, of our kids was. while, while uh, you know, look in on our kids while we're on a cruise? And, and she goes, absolutely. Well, I know. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, I, I yeah, I think it's going to be great. I, I think mean, it'll be really good. I think it's going to be wonderful. And I think the kids will be well cared for and everything will be fine there. And you and I are going to have an incredible time. And, and we are going to be on this cruise with some other like-minded podcasting people. I think you might be the only person on the pod on the cruise that doesn't actually subscribe to any podcast, though. Sorry, I think they actually. I think that there was a questionnaire that each of us were supposed to fill out, and I filled yours out. Oh, just because I figured you Thank wouldn't you. want to. Uh, but one of the questions is: tell us, you know, give it. There's gonna, you know, we'll probably do a game or something like that. So tell us one thing that no other cruiser would know about you. And I said, <laughs> and I said, I'm probably the only person on in, I'm in this group. I'm probably the only who podcaster. Never- who does not listen to podcasts? Yeah, of course. Now everyone knows that. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't think any of the folks that are coming on a cruise 
listen, listen to, to the this show. Fair enough. But maybe they do. And if you do, let me know. Podcast Cruise yeah. for 2017. So um, that'll be fun if they play a game with that. Yeah. <laughs> a getting to know you game. That'd be fun. Yep. Um, How many people are going? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. Um, there, we were invited to this group chat thing, and I didn't uh-huh. know that you would want to be on it, so I didn't. Well, I don't necessarily need to be. But the group chat, it looks like there's like 15, 20 people, and oh, he okay. said that that's not everybody, and okay. some of those people are bringing their spouses. So I, my guess is there'll be about thirty people. Maybe. Okay, that it could be so slight- more like our first cruise with Dan Miller rather than the second. Yes. Was, that was there were so many people. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I think I think it I think it will be very much like the very first cruise we did with Dan Miller. Okay. if I had so we were just talking about the kids were just talking about that the other day and they were like, well, how old was Janie when we did this? She was in kindergarten. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. You know, the cruise with Dan Miller, he's doing another one this year. And it's like they leave like just a couple days after ours. Just have one another one. No, I couldn't handle that much time on the water. I'm excited because I. This will be, you and I have been on a lot of cruises. I should look into getting some kind of band or something to, I know going in, this is what, like, oh yeah, the sea this is like thing? the fourth cruise that we've taken since McKenna was five. <laughs> yeah. So, is it, we went with Dan. We went with Dan. Uh-huh. We went on the Disney. That's three. Is that, is, is that the three? That's the three. This is the fourth cruise that we would have taken since McKenna was in kindergarten. Okay. So what is that? Six years? Or that's that's crazy to even say. Um, I know that number one on solid ground, I have bad balance. Okay. Number two, I get sick on these ships, and my balance gets worse. I really need to look into something before we go. Okay. Rather than just sucking it up and dealing with it, which is what I usually do. Yeah. Yeah. Just go to Walgreens. Don't they have that kind of stuff? I think so. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, there's the cruise. And then I'm excited because we've been on a lot of cruises. I've been on more cruises than you have. Mm -hmm. And it seems like every single time we've ever gone on a cruise, we're going to the Bahamas. (laughs) Every single time. And don't get me wrong. I love the Bahamas. It's beautiful there. But there's only I want to so go to the times. Bahamas and go to the new resort that they built. Like not the, they they obviously um you go to Nassau, you go to Atlantis. It's you know huge and gorgeous and all this. But they built a brand new one. Yeah, I I wouldn't mind. I miss going to Atlantis just to stay at Atlantis. Yeah, that was awesome. That was except for the somebody stole something, our camera or your our purse. Camera, or I think. I yeah, think it is our actually our camera. Yeah, yeah that right. that sucked. But anyway, um, but this time we're going to Mexico. And, and a couple of years ago, back when I was working insurance, I won a trip from State Auto Insurance. I sold over a million dollars in premium. And because of that, I won this trip to go on a cruise to Cozumel, Mexico. And McKenna had just been born and you didn't want to go. Couldn't go. And so that's right, because they, they suggested that you not take her. Mm-hmm. So I invited my best friend at the time, Robert Johnson, to join me. And we went and we had a great time, except for the fact that on our way down, um, there was a hurricane that had hit Cozumel. And so they rerouted us and they said, I'm sorry, we're, we're, tra- <laughs> we're, going, we're, going, we're going to Nassau. <laughs> I'm like, yay. Oh, I'm so, so we'll so actually excited. get to go to Cozumel. Yeah. And so. you're excited about the Mayan ruins? Yeah, the right? Mayan okay. ruins. I, I've been dreaming about visiting the Mayan ruins ever since. Yeah. That, that like ever since I first learned that I won that cruise. 
And yeah, I was I was a little bit bummed. I know you were. Yeah, but you came back from that cruise, and then we went to um, we went back to the Bahamas. But what was it? It was um, Grand something. It was like a way far out island. We went with Grange, and we did take McKenna. Oh, that was Great Exuma. Great Exuma, that's what it's that called. That wasn't a cruise, that was a... No, 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 I'm just saying yeah. back to the Bahamas. That was a completely different experience from being in Nassau. Yeah. Yeah. Insurance sent us on some pretty amazing trips. Insurance did send us on... We, I made, I, I podcasting is holding up its end of the deal, but insurance still sent us on some pretty amazing I, trips. I think podcasting has... Well, the thing is, is the... the the Grange Life Insurance and and other crew stuff that we did was pretty amazing. Uh, they, Victor Incentives was the one who took yep. care of that, and they they created some experiences. Yeah, they do. But man, when I you think about just our European tr- tour, Grange wasn't going to send us to Europe. No, no, not, but we, not, but not ne- on that trip. But neither did podcasting. It did. No podcasting, podcasting did. did. I know. Podcasting definitely know. made that one happen because podcasting built this house podcasting built this house and i don't think insurance would have built this it was house. the profits Not from the selling the old house that sent us to europe so yeah. um so i totally but, it, but, but think about this when we built the house that we had originally the one that we lived in before here we could not afford that house mm-hmm. and it was much it was much smaller and it wasn't be, until this business really started taking off that 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 we had all that extra so equity you, you mentioned our our trip to europe i did and um, Megan has told me that she's been, um, after her last class of the day, she hangs back for a few minutes and talks to her teacher so that she doesn't get caught in like, you know, the mad exodus out of the school. And um, and how did this happen? So they were talking about something and she somehow ended up talking about Scotland and I, I guess he's always wanted to go or something like that. They were talking about um, Loch Ness because they were they're oh, yeah. like, okay, the supernatural or whatever, um, whatever, paranormal. Um, one of those words. I don't remember which one she used. but um, And they're talking about Loch Ness and she's like, dude, I've, I've been there. It's not real. <laughs> like, and he's like, no, you haven't. And she's like, yeah, I have. I have I have a picture. So she pulls up a picture of us standing in front of um Loch Ness. Loch Ness and uh and she's like, I've been there and it, it it's not there. And um and he's always wanted to go to Scotland and she's you have to make that happen in your life. Whether, you know, it whatever or however you have to do it, you have to make that happen. It was the most beautiful place I've ever been. And um and, you know, t- telling him about, you know, taking the tour of the Highlands and, you know, all of, which is obviously how she saw Loch Ness because, you know, um, but he says, so wait a minute, where all did you go? She says, well, we, you know, we started in Scotland, we stayed in Edinburgh and we, you know, did the tour of the Highlands and then we went into, um, and then we went into, um, London. stay at London and, you know, we, we took lots of day trips all outside, all over England. You know, we went to the Isle of Wight and uh, we went into Wales for, for a day. And and then we went into Paris. And um, 
I saw the Eiffel Tower and I've been to, you know, Disney Paris and naming off all of these things that she's done. And, you know, then we went into Amsterdam. We took a boat tour, you know, on the water and went to Anne Frank House and um, naming off all of these things that he, that she's done. Now, this particular teacher, she had last semester also. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he knows that she missed some school to go to New York and dance in the Macy's Parade. So he goes, wait a minute. You've been to Europe. You've been to four countries in Europe. You've danced in the Macy's Day Parade. And and uh, something else. I don't remember what else he said. I don't remember what else he said. You, he's like, you realize at 17, you've done more than I have. Like, you've done things that people will never get to do in their life. She goes, I know. <laughs> Which she follows up with, yeah. I danced at Disney too. <laughs> she's like, she's like, we've done we've done some amazing things. We have. We've done some amazing things. We've been on some incredible trips. Um, you know, if if podcasting could send us to Disney a couple more times, mm-hmm. they they'd be quite equal with with Grange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there's been an opportunity to go back to Disney, but uh, unfortunately, dance is keeping us from dance that. is actually keeping us from from this Disney trip. And it's not so much dance as it is one daughter's decision to not miss dance. Okay, so it, it really is respecting the decision of just one. Okay, yeah. Is Matthew going? Have uh, we decided that yet? I've told him I'm okay with it, and okay. I think my mom and dad said yes. So. Okay. I'm fine with it if you are. Uh, I'm fine. I mean, he's just going to sit here and game otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's happening. What else is happening? Um, you mentioned earlier your sister doesn't, you, your sister moved. And um, the other night we called McKenna down for dinner and um, Matthew came st- comes down first and he had stopped in her room to get her and he said, she'll be down in a few minutes. She's FaceTiming. Um, She's doing homework. No, here's what he said. She's doing her homework with their cousin um, who now lives in Virginia and they were FaceTiming doing their homework together. And um, just one of those things that makes me really thankful that technology is constantly at our fingertips. Yeah, I think that that is super cool. Yeah, it definitely makes the world a small place. And even though family might move away, it's easier to stay in contact. To stay in contact. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. Speaking of technology and gaming, Matthew and I had a little bit of a refresher in Age of Empires. Yes. This is a game that I played years and years. Years and years ago, I used to play Age of Empires nonstop. Matter of fact, I used to play Age of Empires late at night on the weekends with my little brother, PJ. Yep. Who's not my little brother. I mean, he's not <laughs> he's little anymore. He's still your little brother, but he's not little anymore. But uh, but it's weird because I remember playing with PJ when he was like eight or nine years old. And of course, I've been playing with Matthew since he was eight or nine. Yep. And Matthew's now 15. And we haven't played this game probably in about two years. Yeah, it's been about two years since we've played it. And the other night, he's like, Dad, you want to play that? Because me and him went out and saw a movie together. We were hanging out. He goes, you want to play uh, Age of Empires? I said, well, I, I actually didn't answer. I said, I need to find out what mom's doing and stuff like that. And he came home and says, mom, dad's, mom, playing-, dad's playing Age of Empires with me. <laughs> and I told her. So anyway, we ended up playing Age of Empires, I think, Saturday night. And I think we played until about one o'clock in the morning. Maybe it might have been two. 
Wow. It was incredible. It was a lot of fun. And I'm now, now that I'm into it, it's like, okay, I want to play Now you want to play Elgo all the time again. Yeah. And so I took my, I have an iMac that uh, goes over into my video studio and I took it over to Apple because that it, need this, it needs a repair. Uh, stopped booting. But anyway, I can't wait to get that iMac back because as soon as I get that iMac back, I'm going to see if McKenna wants to come down and play. She would love Age of Empires. And Age of Empires. And so it'll be me, Matthew, and McKenna playing Age of Empires down here. You can get her to leave her bedroom. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. I, so. think, I think she would She would really love that. Yep. But yeah, so Age of Empires. That's okay. that's what we've been up to. Um, and of course, I'm doing A to Z right now, which is going really well. Um, I, I, I don't want to go into the too much business stuff here. I talk about it in my other podcast over at podcastanswerman.com. Look up the Cliff Ravenscraft show in iTunes. But uh, A to Z is going well. I, I'm in the middle of my third week, and my next session starts on February 20th. So if anybody's thinking about launching a podcast... And you'd like to me ha- like to have me as your personal coach for four weeks, walking you through every step. Head over to podcastinga2z.com. And if you have a podcast or have been thinking about doing a podcast, and you'd like to get my best advice I've ever given over the past ten years, every Friday I put out a weekly newsletter called my podcast development newsletter, and you can find out more about that at podcastanswerman.com/newsletter. There you go. Very good. That's my self-promotion. I was going to say, that's a good commercial you just plugged right in there. You like that? Yeah. Is it halfway through or? We are. We're 33, <laughs> we're 33 minutes in. I just wanted just to plug that, that one there. right in there. So I, is that everything? So, um, Jump into no, some questions or you got more? I have. Oh I have my gosh. More. Stephanie has more. I do. I have more. Guess what? What? I went prom dress shopping with yes. Megan on Monday and had a blast. It's the first time I've ever seen a prom dress that I really, really like. It is the most gorgeous dress I've ever seen. And we started like naming off different ways that she could wear it more than once. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was, well, here's the, here's the thing. So, so she we walk in, we went to this, um, to this boutique in Lexington because they sell this particular, um, um, brand dress. Okay. That anyway. And, um, so that's, so that's why we had to go. That's why she wanted to go to this store. So we're, they're off school on Monday. We'll, we'll go down there and, um, not actually intending to buy a dress that day. Because we didn't know if she would find one. She found one online that we went down there to look at. That That's actually how we ended up down there. Anyway, we walk in and um, it's this old historic house that's been converted into this boutique. <clears throat> and you walk through the, through the rooms and I see this dress and I'm like, this is, this is perfect. And um, we don't get it right away. And then we do another another loop around. And she's like, okay, I'll try that one on. So we, we find her size. We, you know, get it off the, um, or we find a size. We get it off the rack and, and um, get in line for the dressing room, which is like the entire length of the house long. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, uh, so we're standing in line and I'll hold the dress and she'll walk around again to see, cause you can take six dresses into 
um, a fitting room at one time. And um, so I'll stand in line and hold the dress and then she'll walk around and then and then a lady comes over and they take her name and they write her name down on this little um, plastic thing and they take the dress and now they have the dress and it's marked with her name so that when it's her turn, they'll bring her all of her dresses. So you don't have to stand in there in line and hold six very heavy dresses. Right. So I'll stand in line and she'll walk around and then we'll switch. And uh, we ended up coming up with six dresses for her to try on. And the one that we bought was the first one that I saw, but the last one that she tried on. And I almost cried when she put it on. It is a stunning dress. And with her hair color and her skin tone, it it just completely complements her. Yeah. And, um, and so she takes it off. She had another one that she liked a lot and she put that one back on and she's like, I really like this. And she started FaceTiming McKenna and, um, and she FaceTimes her with one of them. I don't remember, but, um, but, um, she finally, she puts the one that we bought back on and she says, I want to know what dad thinks. And when, now, she didn't hear you because I had earbuds in when I FaceTimed you. But when you, I repeated back to her that you said that that was the most beautiful prom dress you had ever seen. That's kind of what, that's kind of what did it for her. That yeah. and, and the the girl who had been helping us had come in and she's like, no, that's with your, your skin tone and your hair color. You, that's the one. That's the one. And um, so while I'm on the phone with you, I tell you that, you know, I've told Megan um, we'll pay half and, and she'll pay half. And, you know, we talked to you about the price and, and you're like, OK, well, you know, I can't wait to see it when you get it home. And so she just the whole thing was so much fun. And I was beyond excited that that's what she wanted to do with me. Yeah. Now. I don't necessarily want to brag and say you know i have this that's her actually um that you want to answer it yeah i do okay and we're back okay she's actually um at the bank right now withdrawing the money for her half of the dress that that she has to um or i assume that's what she's withdrawing (laughs) but um but you know i don't i don't when I say, oh, I have this fantastic relationship with my with my daughters, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I do. And it's not something I had growing up. So I think now as a mom, I like seriously cherish that. I went prom dress shopping with friends and my aunt took me. Um, and the fact that Megan wanted to do that with me. Nobody went with us. You know, none of her friends went with us. They could have, but they didn't. It was just, it was just Megan and mom. And we had an hour and a half in the car to talk on the way down there. And, you know, being in the shop was, was crazy, but we had time to talk and she wanted my opinion and, you know, and, um, we had lunch together after and (laughs) drove way out of our way to go to Chick-fil-A and, um, and an hour and a half to talk in the car on the way back and it was just a special day for me. That's awesome. It was just a special day. And um 
Sweet. It was pretty cool. And the dress. It's seriously. It is a gorgeous dress. And and we'll post pictures on May 6th because that's when prom is. There you go. So follow <laughs> Stephanie on social media. That's right. You'll post that on Facebook, right? Uh, on Facebook, yeah. And I think we have it set up to people can follow you even if they're if you're not connected as friends. I think so. Yeah. And so that's Facebook.com slash Stephanie Ravenscraft. There that's you me. go. Just click follow. Yep. All righty. Cool. So we, we're at 40 minutes. Do you want to go ahead and answer some questions? We can do that. All right. We're, let's go to our random question generator. <laughs> For those of you who are brand new to our podcast, we have a friend down in New Zealand who wrote a random question generator for us. We can choose icebreaker questions, questions that are kind of ankle deep, waist deep. We can go way into the deep waters. Or if we feel a little crazy, we can go faith-based. Yes. All right, Stephanie, I'm going to let you k- click on the first category. What are you going to choose? I don't know. Choose one. You mo- you wait until I go get all emotional. We'll go. All right. Okay. All right, so she chose ankle, ankle deep. deep. All right. Um, if you could be any cartoon character, which one would you be? Hmm. Any cartoon character, which one would I be? I would probably pick, um, I think I might pick the, the genie in the lamp in Aladdin's lamp. Why? Just because I could grant people's wishes. Okay. All right. But no one ever grants yours. I could, what if somebody comes along and says, hey, grant yourself a wish. So you want Aladdin to find your lamb. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, the genie in the lamp so you can grant people's wishes. I can make people's wishes come true. That's that's what I'd like. Very good. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't know. Cart- what cartoon characters do you know? She's thinking. I'm thinking. I'm sorry. I can't think with like spiffy little music. Um, my favorite cartoon character is Minnie Mouse. Okay. Um, I'll be Minnie Mouse because she's stylish. She loves her man and he loves her back. Okay. And um, and she represents to me. She represents all things happy and content. Awesome. Cool. I like it. All right, icebreaker question for me. I'm going to ask you, growing up, what was your favorite fairy tale or children's story and why? Growing up? Yep. I don't know. Fairy tale. That I... Hmm. Cinderella. Here's the deal. So, I don't know, but I can tell you that as a teenager, my favorite Disney movie was The Lion King. Okay. Hands down. As an adult, if I had to choose a fairy tale, it would most definitely be Beauty and the Beast. Okay. And why? Um, because of the relationship between Belle and her dad. Gotcha. Cool. I will say there's there's a couple different fairy tales that stand out in my mind. Um, the one that I remember having the most, like, it's like ingrained when I think of a fairy tale. It's... Um, Rip Van Winkle and uh, Rip Van Winkle, the idea of a, a guy and going and falling asleep and then coming back and it's years later. Um, that that story stands out in my mind, um, which is, di- I think that's a different story from Rumpelstiltskin, mm-hmm. which that story stands out in my mind, you know, being able to spin yarn into gold and, and all of that stuff and the deception and deceivery and all that stuff. It's, I just, 
Deceivery, I think. Deceivery, I, I think like you that? just, yeah, you just I made like, a word. I made that up. And what other story? And then there's one other story that um, comes out in my mind, and it is P- the story of Peter Pan. And it's not necessarily like I, I'm fascinated with this, you know, the cartoon of Peter Pan or whatever, but I just recall that when I was a kid, I used to have this little tiny portable record player made for kids, and I had this Walt Disney 45 RPM record which was, a, it was like a read, read-along adventure. Mm-hmm. And it was fully produced Disney production of, of this story. And you, you, you know, when, when you're ready to flip the, to the next page, it does a little ding. And, it, and it, the, it, the story kind of comes alive off the pages. And, and I remember the song, we can fly, we can fly. Yeah. So anyway, th- those things stand out in my mind. I don't know necessarily that any of them were my favorite, I don't remember being all that "quote unquote" into fairy tales, but those things, those stories, stick out in my mind. They they bring back nostalgia. Yeah. And oddly enough, I did a uh, I I went to YouTube, and I can do it right now. If I go to YouTube.com and do uh, Peter Pan read along, um, let's see here record. And if I do a search for it, here is complete. I say that it's time I grew up. This will be my last night in the nursery. Peter couldn't let that happen. He burst into the room. Come on, Wendy. I'm going to take you with me to Neverland. You'll never have to grow up there. Peter Pan! Oh, I just knew you would come. John! Michael! We are going to Neverland. But Peter, how will we get there? We'll fly, of course. Anyway. All it took was a happy thought and a little... So anyway, that that stood out in my mind. And for whatever reason, recently, I did that search and pulled that up. So <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Anyway, good stuff. All right. It's your turn to pick a question. It's my turn to yep. pick a question. All right. She is choosing... Waist deep. All right. Waist deep. What's the most courageous thing you've ever done? Most courageous thing I've ever done. I would say there are two uh, that I we would want say, the most. Uh, well, you gotta choose. Actually, there are three things, and I'll choose the one I think is the most courageous. So, first of all, getting married was courageous um, because it impacts not just my life but another person's life. Choosing to have children that was courageous. Uh, and took a long time for me to come around to that. But I think probably the most courageous one is the one where the decision that I was that I needed to make had a whole lot of impact on a whole lot of people's lives. Not just my life, but your life, the lives of all three of our children, and even the lives of my mom and dad. Uh, and, and that decision, the most courageous thing I ever did was leave the family business to step out on my own and create a business of my very own. Hands down, that's the most courageous thing I've ever done. Hands down. What about you? Um, the most courageous thing I've ever done was push you to step out on your own. Yep. To tell you that it was okay. Yep. That I got your back. And you did have my back. And have ever since. I don't know. I might have slipped up a time or two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. All right. My turn. And we're going to go faith-based. Ah! Yep. Stephanie, what fears do you have about God? 
What fears do you have about God? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like my, my first would be that I have none. But if I sit here and I think about it, I will start to probably wrestle with my, um, myself on, well, uh, how do I even phrase it? I hate when you ask me questions where like I can't put my thoughts into words or rather All I did was press I a button. feel like I can't put my thoughts into words. Um, if I sit here and think about it, I will probably start to think, I can tell you because I'm starting to think it, um, that, that a, a fear um, about God would be that um, living in freedom is not enough. Okay. And wrestling with the um, wrestling with everything that I broke free from, and the legalism and the and the performance based life that I was ingrained to believe was the only way. Yep. Is actually the way, and I've been doing it wrong for like the last <laughs> seven years or whatever. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Five years, I guess. Um. That would be. That would be so. Your fear, fear, your fear about God. See if I understand this correctly. Not only if I stop and think about it, because trust me, I don't let myself think about it. I live in freedom. I love my freedom. I believe that God loves me in my freedom. Yeah, I agree. Um, but for me, I you know the thing is, is I will say that the one area where I have a fear when it comes to God is there are sometimes when I fear whether or not God's going to make provisions happen you know and it's crazy when you think about all how far we've come and just how things just seem to fall in our lap you know and and things are always taken care of but there are some times when i look at what the future has and some of the but you know some of the financial requirements that are on the road ahead and i i fear that i have not personally done enough in the area of savings and investing and stuff like that and not being fully prepared, my fear is that, is God going to say, well, you you know, I gave you the resources to prepare for that stuff, and you, <laughs> and you didn't. It's been on your to-do list for quite some time, and <laughs> and so sometimes I'm afraid. Is, is You're God, afraid God's going to hold your to-do list against you. Well, and, and, <laughs> and the things that you didn't do. Well, I just, sometimes I just, I, I, I just, sometimes I just worry that, is is God going to, to give me the provisions for this, or is this all going to fall through someday? You know, being your self-employed, you know, you're never guaranteed anything, right? You know, I'm not guaranteed a paycheck or anything right. like that. There's nobody's going to pay me if I don't produce income. With, and, and but at the same time, there's this balance of saying, you know what? It I don't believe that all of these things have happened because I've worked real hard. I believe that a lot of this stuff has happened because God's made it happen. But at the same time, I believe that if you, I don't believe that if you just sit around and do nothing, God's going to take care of you. I think that, I think there's a lot of give and take in there. And and sometimes maybe my, if there's any fear at all, which I really don't have any fear about God. I, I, if, if, if I really authentically have this conversation with somebody and say, well, gosh, this is where God came through. It's very evident where this happened and, there's no way I could explain my working to pull that one off. No, the, uh, there's enough evidence of the past to say, how can you possibly be 
fearful of the future. But with that being said, I'm not always thinking about those things. And so every now and then some anxiety in that area comes up. And the question is, am I doing enough versus am I trusting enough? So anyway, but it's not necessarily a fear about God. It's a fear right. of, it's it's a questioning of how much should I lean into God's provision and his making a way. Does that make sense? Yep. Without being lazy right. and, and all that other stuff. Anyway. I don't know that you know how to be lazy. Ah, uh, I I wish that were ca- the case. I, I do. I can I can get into a lazy phase. Usually know. right around the second or third week in December. That's not a lazy phase. Okay. That's mopey and depressed. That's well, not lazy. <laughs> mopey and depressed puts me into laziness. No. Okay, maybe unproductive. Not. Okay. Lazy is completely different. Okay. I do lazy. All right. You don't know how to do lazy, but I do. All right, your turn yeah. to pick a question. With the- my turn. I'm hungry. I am too. <laughs> I say we girls I still, get home, we go to dinner. I still have to answer two more hours worth of questions for A to Z. But you could do two more hours after we go out and eat dinner. May, okay. Oh, anyway. Icebreaker. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how well do you sing? I sit, I am, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, I am a 15. You I are am a such negative a, five. I am such an excellent singer. <laughs> Name a song. I'll sing any song. No, I won't. <laughs> Good. I won't. I, on a scale of one Not to ten, I am definitely a negative five. <laughs> That's I, a funny question. I could not carry a tune for the life of me, and <laughs> and yeah, I am a I am an awful singer. But and that's I know, okay. I know that you should never speak negatively. Blah blah blah. You know, scripture yeah. says make a joyful noise. Yeah, and that you do well. <laughs> I don't know if I would even say I could make one of those. <gasps> That's not true. I make a joyful noise with my voice. I can communicate and I can speak and and stuff like that. And I don't need to actually have it carry a specific carry a tune. tune. Yeah. So right. I, I, I have my other gifts, but singing is not one of them. <laughs> what about you, Stephanie? How well do you sing on a scale of one to ten? I'd give myself a, I don't know. six okay i can carry a tune yeah um i enjoy singing very much um i don't sing as much as i used to outside of you know my car um or my kitchen but um so my range is like less now than it was when i was younger but um and i can't sing high i have i have (laughs) i have a a low register, but, um, and I don't like other people to hear me sing. Yeah. So I, I'd say six. I, I, the kids often wonder, dad, why, why is your favorite band the Violent Femmes? I'm like, because they, because <laughs> they can't sing either. <laughs> they sing awful and I can sing just like them. <laughs> I sound just like them when I sing with their songs. Ah, uh, anyway. All right. Wait. It actually hurts my throat to sing with. With the Violent Femmes. All right. So, Stephanie, here's one. This one's waist deep. How do you feel about your age? I love my age. Yeah? Yes. I'm 38 38? years old. Yep. 38 years old. I'm 38 years old. I'll be 39 in August. And um, my 30s have been good to me. I, um, without a doubt, know who I am. Um, I accept who I am. I love those who accept me as I am. 
and everyone else doesn't matter. <laughs> there you go. Cool. Um, I, I feel incredible about my age. Awesome. Well, how, Cliff, do you feel about your age? Well, I happen to be turning a new age. <laughs> <laughs> in two days. In two days. I will be turning 44 on Which our Friday. children think is ancient for you. Yeah. But, but assure me that when I'm 44, that... It won't be ancient, but you're like, I mean, you might as well die tomorrow because you're decrepit now. Yeah. Like that's what yeah. they keep telling me. I don't, I don't feel like an old man at all. I still, I, I still in my, in my mind, I still feel just the same as when you and I first got married. Okay. I feel like I have a lot more life experience. Yeah. I well, think I, I think I'm a lot more calm and, and, and I, I think I, I'm a lot less, I, I, I've, I've matured in a lot of ways. Like I'm, I don't think I have the angry. I used to have problems with anger mm-hmm. uh, years ago. And I don't think I have any anger in me. Uh, I mean, it's, I can get frustrated and angry at things, but not really angry at people. Right. And, uh, you know, I just let so many more things. I, I, I just, I just have a greater perspective on life. And so I have a lot of life experience. It's weird to me to think that we've been married for more than 20 years. Uh, it it's crazy, but then again, it feels like I've known you my and been married to you my entire life. So, um, but yeah, I'm 44 years old. I've been married to you for more than my entire life, yeah. for more than half of my entire life. That's what I'm trying. The to interesting say. thing is that physically, as far as being fit, I feel younger and more physically fit now than I did when I was 22 years old. Well, I think that you, I, I don't think I know that you are. Um, you know, they do those those body age tests. How old is your body? I think if you were to compare your body, say, 17 years ago when Megan was born and today, that your body would be younger. Yeah. I, I don't have a doubt in my mind. So mentally, uh, now the thing is, is I will say that physically I can tell there's a difference. I, I mean, I, I, I can't go without sleep like I used to um, and and things like that. I. And there, you know, there's aches and stuff like that that come up from time to time that are, they they last a bit longer than than they used to. But overall, I I feel I feel fine, um, knowing that I'm approaching fifty. You know that that seems that seems still so far away, but at the same time, it seems well, like it's just around the corner. And even then, I I just you know I don't know. I I think that because I'm taking so much care of myself. Even even if things happen, even things come up, at least I know that I'm doing something right. about my physical health and physical fitness. I'm working out every day. I'm making that a priority. I, and I'm and I'm by the way, I'm trying to embrace and live life to the full every day because I'm not guaranteed Tomorrow. I'm not guaranteed that I'll make it to 44 years old. Right. I uh, I'm not guaranteed that I'll be here till 50, you know, but God willing, I'm I'm going to try to do whatever I can to be a good steward of my body and my mind and my life and all the resources that God's given and the calling that he's placed in my heart. And yeah, I feel good about where I am and I feel great about the life that I've lived. There are certainly some regrets over the years, things that I wish were different in relationships with some people. But um, overall, I I'm very happy to have lived the life that I've lived up to this point and I'm very optimistic about the opportunities that are afforded me in the future provided i don't get hit by a bus cool is that cool yep all right of course in our area you more likely to get hit by a semi than a bus or or either each are equally disastrous oh whoops wrong button (laughs) but anyway or be hit by a plane that falls out of the sky also possible 
I was uh, listening. I, there, I was listening to a podcast that had you know they talk about different kind of applications and stuff like that. And one of them was what what flight is above me right now? You could ask. You could ask. I don't know if you could ask Alexa that or. Okay, but there's like seven different flights above us right now because we live in the. <laughs> I know they're all circling. <laughs> are all circling, waiting to land. Anyway, fun stuff. But uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to our weekly banter where we hope to uh, be a source of entertainment, education, encouragement, inspiration, encouraging you just to become... Just play fun. Just be who you are and, and and yeah, become more of who you've been created to be. Yep. Yep. That's it. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Assuming everything goes going well. <laughs> assuming everything's going well. Guys, thank you so much to, for tuning in. If you have questions for us for this show, you can email them feedback at gspn.tv. Or if you just want to let us know that you're out there and you're enjoying the show, it'd be cool to know that as well. Feedback at gspn.tv. Until next time, we encourage you to live your life on purpose. Some